Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Live downtown San Francisco. This is 95.7 The Game. Good afternoon, Kevin Michael Whitey Gleason. Alan Stiles with you today. Alan, it's great to be with you. We've got a lot to talk about today. Steve Kerr, of course, coach of the Warriors, joining us at 4 o'clock on this Warriors Wednesday. We've got a lot not only to discuss, but to figure out. For example, Alan, I don't know where you are on this, but last night, Oklahoma City 137, Warriors 128. What what was that? What really did we see last night? Was it more than just Warriors losing another game? We saw a team that as much as we want to convince ourselves is going to turn a corner at some point, is are. going to they are. figure out what is wrong with them and pick themselves up by their bootstraps. We saw a team that just refuses to do that. And it's still quite possible, Whitey, that this does happen in the playoffs. But I'm at the point now where I got hoodwinked and bamboozled in the five-game stretch. And that's on me. That's on me and anybody else that dealt with the same thing. That's on us. If somebody shows you who you are, believe them. They've been showing us. I'm finally starting to believe them. And they can still turn it around because as long as they're games, that's a possibility. But I don't believe until it actually happens. And, and now I know that truthfully... The home wins don't mean anything. I could stomach the loss to the Lakers. They got off that terrible start, came back, just couldn't get over the hump. It was difficult to take, but I could stomach that. And then last night, hey, they don't defend well on the road. We knew that was part of this team's makeup. Doesn't mean that you can excuse it, but that didn't surprise me. But what surprised me was last night, and, you know, we'll talk to Steve Kerr about this, the, the infamous Draymond play. Oh, we need some help now. Yeah, so end of the first half, a close game, and Jordan Poole has the ball, and you got Draymond off the foul line, and he's gesticulating, wants the ball, doesn't get it, turns his back on the ball, and then it ended up going to Clay, and Clay threw it to Draymond, who wasn't looking, turnover, Clay doesn't run, run down the floor either. I mean, that to me was more than just, wow, they didn't play well. That makes me wonder about the the very foundation, this championship foundation and, and culture that this team relies on so much. Exactly. And for it to be Draymond, and I know you got to move forward, and we, we've talked to people about it here at this station in the Warriors organization. Let's just keep moving forward. For that to be Draymond, it's bad. And I don't think it helps, Whitey. I'm going to go there. I don't think it helps that it was Jordan Poole because just just last week, I saw Jordan Poole, Draymond, you know, they always help each other up there. They, it seems to be good. But for Draymond to react that way for 
And really, it wasn't as if it was a, a layup or something like that. Draymond's just sitting there in the middle of the key. Draymond, what are you about to do with that ball? Mm-hmm. Honestly, what are you about to do with it? The whole thing was bizarre. It's not as if maybe he was just already frustrated. But that was the second quarter. Yeah. The second quarter. That's very high school is what that is. Am I right? Did you play high school basketball? I did. Yeah, I did. Okay. You probably played only, only yeah. freshman. I, I, mean, I stopped after that's that. That's Harry High School. You see that in high school, that's a that's a benchable offense. It really right? is. It yeah. really is. And I don't know. You sit there and you think, okay, it happens in the second half or in the fir- in, in the second quarter. Hopefully the guys figured it out at halftime. And they came up and they made a game of it. But you can't come back from things like that. This team simply just isn't good enough to not play their best. And I think that is the main piece of this from the Warriors of the years past. The Warriors of years past, whether they had Kevin Durant or didn't have Kevin Durant, they could get away with winning games and not playing their best. Because they had a little more margin for error. They do not have that. Not even against the Thunder. Because the Thunder, we got Shea Gilgis Alexander, you got Josh Giddey, who is getting whatever he wanted yesterday. They're making guys look like they're future Hall of Famers every single night. You're Googling somebody as if, how how did everybody sleep on this guy? And then you look at their other games, and they haven't been doing anything. But against the Warriors... They look like the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, speaking of Googling things, Alan got mad today. He came into the office, looks at the computer. Oh, who's checking James Wiseman's stats? And I, that was me. I, <laughs> I, I can we let it already. Go? Can we let some, it go? Somebody asked me about him, and I said, oh, yeah, I had a good game. So that that was me, Alan. All right? Well, yeah, can we let it go? I'm looking. Why is... Why is Wiseman? Why am I? What am I looking at here? At 21 last night, 10 of 13 from the floor. I'm the really happy. Did they win? They did not win. Have they won since they acquired James Wise? I don't think they have. And I know that's not what it's about. Right. But you also know this, that people are going to be talking about that for a long time, no matter which way this goes. Yes. Of course they will, and they should. And now we're starting to see the Jordan Poole thing. And Jordan Poole is a little bit older. But Jordan Poole, Kaminga, this marriage of the two timelines, it's not as easy as what people think. And when you think off the top of your head, well, this team did it. What team do you think of? Really, the only team I think of are the Spurs. And was that really two timelines or just the older guys in Kawhi? That's it. It was a timeline and the Kawhi timeline. Yeah, you're right. That's it. But the thing is, it's not about the timelines or the plan. It's about who you get. I mean, the Spurs ended up, we got Kawhi Leonard. Wow, that works. The Warriors hoped they'd get somebody like that. And none of the three guys that they drafted are necessarily going to be anything like Kawhi. Kaminga, you know, maybe it's he's been a moderate success this year, but it's not just about the plan. You got to have the luck and you got to draft the right guys and the Warriors, and I'm sure they'd admit this privately. They haven't done that. That's been the big problem. No, they haven't. And I don't know what to do, Whitey. I'm sitting there, our guy Kevin Dana on the call, and Moses Moody, ridiculous put back dunk for the Santa Cruz Warriors, and I have no clue what to do with that information. Mm-hmm. Zero. He's got to make shots, Alan. In my opinion, Moses Moody, if he makes shots, he can play. If he's not making shots, and I'm glad we're talking about this, too, because already in the text line, people are complaining about Kerr, and he can't develop young players, and I just bristle at that. Um, uh, if if you, they drafted a vacuum cleaner, uh, number two, and then Steve Kerr wasn't able to make the vacuum cleaner into a rotational player, some people say, oh, it's Kerr, what's wrong with him? Right. Well, it's a vacuum cleaner! <laughs> there's, there's only so much you can do. With Moody, in my opinion, the thing with Moody is, there's not one thing he does especially well. Mm-hmm. I like him. He still has a future. But in the NBA, it's not about the coach has to find that in you. He doesn't do anything well. So that's why he's not playing. He is what you would call Whitey. You can correct me if you think I'm wrong, but he, he is a tweener. 
That's what he is. I agree 100%. He's a tweener. Are you a forward? Are you a guard? You can't really handle the ball. You really can only shoot when you're shooting. It's from the corner, but you don't necessarily knock that down as much. Are you? A, I agree. Are you a three and D guy? What are you? Yeah. And then you go to the G League, and and you you look like Jason Kidd, but that's not what you're doing when you're up here. I I will give him a little bit of grace, Whitey, if you've played in any of the sports. We go back to when I played De La Salle. I was six man, right? Freshman mm-hmm. freshman team. Somebody and, in the text line says you barely made the so team. Let me, let me tell you about this. And uh, no, don't let him tell you he played high school basketball. Well, I told you I played freshman. And and look, thank you 925 on the Xfinity Mobile text line. I played freshman year. I was the six man, but De La Salle has two teams. They have a, they have a silver and a green. Yeah. I was on the one of the teams and I was six man but when I got in Whitey I wasn't I wasn't running the offense this is Allen time it's yeah. the Allen show and you know what happened <laughs> that doesn't I, surprise I would me. take a couple shots and I would sit right it back feels down like bench. leather it's gonna fly uh-huh. it's, it's time to get it going <laughs> and I, after I got it going okay Alan, we're gonna get you back on the bench <laughs> and you do feel that pressure because you're trying to impress the coach I know, and I, think, I know and I get it this is the NBA. This is, you know, Moses Moody. You got to fight through it. But it is tough, Whitey. I don't care what level it is. When you know if I mess up, I'm getting yanked. Yeah, I know that. I just don't think uh, Kerr not developing the young players. First of all, I don't think that's an issue. But if it is, I don't think that's what's contributing to this. Because, again, last night we saw one of the really head-scratching aspects of the season. Okay, we know the young players aren't where the Warriors hoped they'd be. But how many times have we seen a player like Draymond last night? And I'll give you another example in a second. The players that are supposed to be making all those plays fail to come through. Draymond quitting uh, in a key moment of a game, close game, second quarter. How about, you know, Saric tore up the Warriors last night in his limited minutes. There was an inbounds play where he scored, where you had Kenny Atkinson, you know, Anthony Slater detailed this in The Athletic, uh, but I remember when it happened. Kenny Atkinson's waving instructions, and the Warriors looks like they're in a zone on an inbounds play, and the ball's coming out, uh, inbounds from the baseline, and Clay is behind Saric. So you can't guard a guy from there. No. He's behind him. So you got the man and then the ball, and they're both in front of Clay. And so they just inbound, and he scores, and Kenny Atkinson throws his papers. Those are the type of plays that those, to me, are totally inexcusable because those are the guys that are supposed to make the fundamental plays. Six turnovers for Steph Curry. I know he dropped 40 points. I know he dropped 40 points. The six turnovers for Steph Curry, two turnovers, Draymond Green, two turnovers, Jonathan Kaminga, two turnovers, Clay Thompson, two turnovers, Dante DiVincenzo. Is that 21 total? They had 21 total. Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala had three turnovers in 12 minutes. That's atrocious. And it was like 26 points, I think, Oklahoma City scored off the turnovers. And the thing is, we've been doing this since the beginning of the season. We've been trying to blame everybody else, okay? We come on these airwaves. You can't say anything bad about any of the core pieces or somebody's going to come after you. Well, you can come after anybody if you want, but everybody, if this failure is a pie chart, you can't exclude the core pieces. You can't exclude Steve Kerr. You can't exclude any of them. We're going to talk to Steve Kerr a little bit later as well. The point is just when you lose, you lose as a team. That's just what it is. So you can't exclude anybody. We talked about that Draymond play and how it didn't look great. It looked awful. It was a terrible look for the team, and it was a terrible look for Draymond Green. It's a terrible look for the vibes. Everybody talks about the vibes are great. Well, the vibes, vibes can be great, but as soon as you start losing all the, nobody has good vibes while you're losing. That's that's impossible. That does not happen. So I, I just think that we did it from early on this season, Whitey, when it was, well, 
Well, J James Wiseman's getting too many minutes. We're, they're doing this, they're doing that. And I distinctly remember James Wiseman, I don't even know if he went on the road trip or he did not get a lot of minutes when they went on that first road trip and they lost to the Lamelloless Hornets and they lost well, to the Magic. He got some minutes in there, the Orlando game especially. Yeah. Yeah, Wiseman was, yeah, and he got. When was it, when was it they, when was it where Wiseman was not playing early on in the season, the first stint, and people and everybody was saying, well, you can't blame them anymore because the Warriors were still losing. Mm -hmm. uh, we will get back to that on the text line here, Xfinity Mobile text line. Allen would get cooked by Guru one on one. We need, can we if, stop with that? I don't even know if I should read that. Well, you already did, Whitey. Thank you, though. <laughs> Guru said he was going to be listening. Maybe he sent that. Uh, coming up. Yeah, this is the type of rim protection the Dubs need. Everybody talks about rim protection, rim protection. Tell you exactly the type of rim protection the Warriors need and don't have right now. Steve Kerr coming up at 4. It's Whitey Gleason, Alan Styles. Today we are sponsored by Pfizer. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Steve Kirk coming up at 4 o'clock today. Kevin Michael, Whitey Gleason, and Alan Stiles. You know, Alan, if you want to win two tickets to see the Warriors and the aforementioned Spurs, March 31st, all you have to do is download the Odyssey app or listen at 957thegame.com. The longer you listen, the more chances you have to win. You get it? Listen, listen, listen. More and more chances. You'll get one entry for every hour you listen. Every hour you listen is another chance to win up to... Would that be like eight entries per day, Alan? Mm -hmm. That was never my strong suit. There you go. Download that Odyssey app now. What are you waiting for? Tickets courtesy of the Warriors. And as always, go to warriors.com for your tickets now. The Warriors lost last night. And the Warriors, I, I bought into it too, Alan. 
Uh, the way they played at home, they won without Steph. And above all, they were playing defense. I thought, this is it. Proverbial corner. If they haven't turned it, they've at least gotten there. And then the last two games, especially last night, they didn't play any defense. No, no. None! There were some bad, I mean... When they go back and they look at the film, there were some bad non-rotations that happened, Whitey. Just, it, it was as if they never played together. Some, some, some of the possessions where somebody doesn't roll over, and I know Jordan Poole gets a lot of flack, but it was a team effort. Now, Jordan Poole did not help himself, but it was a team effort and how bad it looked defensively. I don't know if this is fair. I intend to ask Steve Kerr about this, and it's a type of question where he's probably going to just, you know, kind of diplomatically... You know, dismiss it, but to me, the last two games, Jordan Poole coming off the bench, he doesn't look like he's playing as hard to me. Now, that's hard mm. to say when you're sitting there at home whether a guy's playing hard or not, but he just doesn't look like he's playing with much intensity the last two games. Plus, as you, I know you were looking up some numbers. Oh, I got you and your stats. He ain't shooting the ball real well, Alan. So the last, what is this? One, two, three, four, five, six. The last seven games, Jordan Poole is shooting. 25% from three. Now, that's great. I know the baseball season is about to start. 250 nowadays, that's great as a batting average. But as a three-point percentage, that's not great, Whitey. Specifically, when you're shooting nearly nine threes a game, shooting 8.7 threes a game. That's not going to do it. And yesterday, I know it was later in the game. It might have been the fourth quarter where Jordan Poole just continued to clank wide open threes. Wide open threes, Whitey. Mm-hmm. One for seven beyond the arc. I saw a note today on Twitter. I think it was Steve Berman, Bay Area sports guy, pointed out that Draymond's actually shooting the three ball better than Jordan Poole. That's bad. Yeah. I mean, good for Draymond. He's brought it up a little bit for him. He's having a good year, but there's no way uh, Jordan Poole should be lagging behind Draymond Green. We all talk about rim protection, rim protection, rim protection. They need rim protection. Team needs. He's a good rim protector. Sometimes I think that. We, we get lost in the idea that, you know, it's like soccer and you can have a goalie back there. He's going to, you stay there and protect the rim. It doesn't work that way. But you know who the best rim protectors are in my mm. book, Alan? Who? It's the guards and the wings that keep the ball out of the freaking paint in the first place. Yeah. And the Warriors had none of that last no. night. No. It was like, right this way, Mr. Shea Gildas Alexander. Yeah, right. It roll out the red carpet right to the rim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would, you, would, you like, would you like some tea on your <laughs> yes, way in? Yes, yes. Well, Dante DiVincenzo and, you know, you know me, Whitey, I'm on Twitter a lot and somebody said, hey, you, I can't believe you're counting this team out when they're not even healthy. And I said, I mean, look, man, that's a fair point. Look at what we've seen. I mean, we've seen a pretty large sample size here. And they responded saying, well, you don't have Andrew Wiggins and you don't have obviously GP2. My answer to that is I, I don't I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I cannot if we're going to have a conversation I just have to talk about who's currently playing. I can't live in a world where GP2 and Andrew Wiggins comes back right before the playoffs. Because it doesn't look like that's the case, Whitey. I don't know when GP2 is coming back. And I have no clue when Andrew Wiggins is coming back. So, yes, would the defense look much better with those two guys on the court? It would. But until they're actually on the court, mm -hmm. then I don't know what we're talking about. We have to deal with who's playing. And the people playing right now, the players playing right now, besides Dante DiVincenzo that are guarding at the guard position, I know Steph has improved a lot, but he's still coming back from injury. Those guys have not stepped it up. No, they haven't. But it is fair if you're looking for reasons to be hopeful, if not outright optimistic. 
the Warriors' biggest problem has been at the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Like last night, they uh, what's the word? There's like a term for it. They stunk. Yes, last night. That's a they term did. I think. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. scientific yeah. term as well. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if you get GP two back, huge if. What does he do best? He defends well. Wiggins was a good defender, so I could see how. Yeah, that they are what they are right now. Their record is what they. That's you are what your record says you are, and all that. Yeah, but if you get those guys back, and if they improve you defensively, then it's reasonable to think maybe they start to defend better on the road. But the whole home road thing too. That's like I. Uh, you just there's so much with this team where you got to figure out that there's more than meets the eye to a lot of this stuff. It, could, it does make sense. It could be. It could be mental, and we talked about Moses Moody in the first segment and how when you have a short leash, sometimes that's tough. But it could be mental as well. I think that at this point, the Warriors know that they stink on the road, and because they know they stink on the road, they play like it. It's weird, right? I mean, you would think with the guys that they have, three Hall of Famers, Steve Kerr, a Hall of Fame coach, you would think somebody could get in there and say, hey— We got to figure this out. I'm not saying these conversations aren't happening, but something's not translating because there's no way that you should be losing. And I think you made a good point, Whitey. L.A., things get weird. I think last weekend, wasn't it Draymond's birthday? So you're in L.A., Draymond's kicking it with LeBron, I'm sure. You kind of saw what happened in L.A. happening. You would have hoped they could have overcome it. Didn't happen. But this one right here, Whitey, in, in Oklahoma City Thunder, that can't happen. Mm-hmm. That 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 to me is the issue. Near where we live, Alan, there is unfortunately there is a skunk that met its demise in like Lane Two, and I don't know if you've ever been anywhere near a skunk, and it's still out there. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, stink doesn't begin to describe. Like my dog, we'll be walking, my dog's like stops, I'm like no, I, we're not, we're not doing that. Let's go the other way. Yeah. yeah, that's the smell of the Warriors on the road this year. Dead skunk in the middle of the road, seven and twenty-five. It just keeps getting worse. Seven and twenty-five. Steph addressed uh, the issues this team's having away from home. I think just the way we've played on the road, first and foremost, but the fact of how hard it is to win an NBA game on the road, I don't care what you've accomplished in the past or what talent you have or whatever, there's certain momentum swings that um, make it really even more difficult. You know, we haven't proven that we can overcome those by just raw talent. We have to continue to stay accountable to those those moments where you, you give the other team life, whether that's a turnover or a missed box out, not running back in transition, you know, those type of plays that you watch the film and it's like yeah we can do something better we can those those are things that you can control you can't control where they make or miss shots or how hot they might get it's just those type of plays where you just give them life and on the road it's just tough that by the way is my pet peeve i used to coach a little bit you know okay it's really good team they're really i coached a, a young ladies team they were excellent they could have won most of the games with, without a coach but be that as it may the one thing that drove me crazy if you don't get back on defense and steph said yeah sometimes you don't get back that is just there is no excuse no. for that just no. run from there to there so you're standing between the other team and the basket. And that's that's one of the things Draymond did on that weird play last that, night. That was a weird play. And the other thing that, Ste- that Steph said was you can't help if teams get hot. Yeah, but you can help if they're wide open. You can't, you can't you can. help that. You're right. Sir. You can't help whether it goes in or not, yeah. but you can help if you put a hand in their face. How about mm-hmm. that? You are right. 888-957-9570. Uh, Xfinity Mobile text line, same number. Let's talk to Marvin in San Francisco on 95.7 The Game. Marvin, what is going on here with the Warriors? Hey, I got uh, about five bullet points. One, the Warriors don't have a defensive coach, and Steve Kerr can't coach defense. It's been that way since the very beginning. 
He's a planner. He's not a coach. Last year, we had Mike Brown on the bench. Look at the enthusiasm and the energy Sacramento plays with, and they suck on defense, too. But he had two sides of the ball to deal with up there. But anyway, him not being there, he gets in no one's face. Uh, he doesn't even he hesitates even to get technicals when he's getting terrible calls against him. So Steve, I think, is uh, a little too low energy for this team. The Warriors never come out in the first quarter, even in a game that everybody knows they have to win. They never come out with the knife in the teeth. They never come out like this game is desperation time. They have they go down twenty points in the first quarter. How many times in a row now? Even to teams that aren't really that good. Now number two, he blew the first month of this season. We went 0-5 on the first road trip with our starters. He should have been playing these kids and giving them minutes in the beginning of the season, but he wanted to go 18-2 and again, so they had an ability to do that maybe in the middle of the season. Not doing that, we ended up as a 500 team, and we still haven't given these kids minutes. He said he was going to give Moody time on a YouTube video, and the next game he played four minutes. I don't know what Moody did, but he looks a lot better than, than Jerome in terms of how much he can contribute to what the team is doing. He's fallen in love with those guys, and I think that the bottom line is I think Kerr may be reaching the end of the line. We need to get a coach who communicates better with the players, and we need to bring – how about this one? Let's bring in Mark Jackson for as assistant defensive coach for the last 12 or 15 games of this season, and let's see if that defense doesn't improve. I'm tired of this stuff, watching these teams go down 15, 18 points in the first quarter when they should be coming out in games they know how to win. It doesn't matter what happens in the fourth quarter. If you go down 20 points in the beginning of the game, that's my take. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you, Marvin. I don't agree with a lot of what Marvin said. But do you want to, anything there you want to Well, the only thing I would say onto? is, yes, we've all said, okay, the Moses Moody thing has been weird. I know we spoke in the previous segment about Moses Moody being somewhat of a tweener, and I get all that. But in terms of guys and the young guys not getting playing time, I'm looking here at Kaminga just to start the season. There were some games where he did not play, but he went 13 minutes, 7 minutes, 7 minutes, 15 minutes, couple games he went about one two three four four games not playing but then he had 19 minutes 37 mm -hmm. minutes so Kaminga was playing we talked about this during the break because I mentioned when people started saying well you can't blame James Wiseman anymore and I thought it was on that first road trip it turns out what I was speaking of was when the Warriors started losing that was in late November where James Wiseman was inactive for about seven games something like that seven ten games and the Warriors only won they went four and six or something like that and, and everybody's saying well James Wiseman wasn't a part of that but at the beginning of the season he played the first 10 60 games 60 minutes yeah. 60 yeah. minutes 19 yeah, minutes played. 18 minutes so he gave the young guys chances besides Moses Moody that's just that's just something that we're never going to figure out because he's still not playing them and I'm also willing to bet as much as we're sitting here huffing and puffing about Moses Moody I'm willing to bet the record isn't much different if Moses Moody had been playing that much more I don't agree that Moses Moody is better than Ty Jerome this year Ty Jerome by the way I know he's a two-way player but he was actually drafted four slots ahead of Jordan Poole mm -hmm. in the same draft class yeah. he was considered a you know he was a first round pick um, and, and as far as the defense minded coach. I mean, Ron Adams is still there. Ron Adams is he's, uh, what would he be, an advisor? He's still around. He's a defensive mastermind. He's still there. I don't think Mike Brown going to Sacramento all of a sudden left them you know, bereft of any uh, defensive I think it probably... Acumen. Kenny Atkinson is yeah. a 
he was a head coach. He's a good coach too. I, I think it probably did affect them though. I mean, the that's only, fair. But the only but again, reason the Sacramento's defense is terrible. And I'm gonna be honest right now because. People do this, and we have this revisionist history because people are upset, and I get it because the Warriors aren't playing well. Did anybody know that Mike Brown was a defensive specialist before they got smacked in Memphis because Steve Kerr was out and the offense looked terrible and they lost by about 50? Did anybody know that Mike Brown was specifically the defensive specialist before that? Because a lot of people found out that day. Yeah. And Mike Brown saying, I mean, I focus on the defense. Now everybody latches that onto their brain and Mike Brown defense. And now the Warriors defense stinks. It also can be it's the players that you have. Jordan Poole has not gotten better. Andrew Wiggins hasn't been on the floor. Steph Curry hasn't been on the floor when he is on the floor. Is only an average defender at best. Draymond Green, he's been okay. Kevon Looney, we know what he does. Kaminga, as much as we want to say, hey, he's ready. He's Darrell Revis. Put him on the island. He ain't there yet. He's getting there, but he ain't there yet. So sometimes when Whitey, you know I love to eat. You know I love my shows. If my wife asked me to go make a gourmet meal and I open the fridge and I have peanut butter, carrots, and bread, how can I make a gourmet a gourmet meal with peanut anybody butter? Anybody can do it, you can, but I don't like your chances. This is a decon yeah. yeah. You can try to pretty it up. This is a deconstructed <laughs> carrot and peanut butter sandwich, yeah. but it's still gonna taste the same. Mm-hmm. Not good either. Not, Not good. good. Uh yeah. Uh, and the Mike Brown, by the way, there was a time when he was an offensive coach. But he did a great job last year. Without question. Mark Jackson coming here is just, it's not the answer, Marvin. I understand your frustration. Appreciate your passion. But Mark Jackson coming here, that is that is not, that doesn't solve anything. Well, it would never happen. No. Number one. 888-957-9570. Tom's in Sonoma. He joins us on 95.7 The Game. Tom, you're on with Alan Styles and Whitey. What's up? Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to me. Hey, I, the problem here is not how they're playing, what they're playing. It's it's a tale of two, tale of one of the teams, which is, means that uh, one, when you play at home, you got the best record, you play the best defense, you got your fans on your side, you got you got momentum, you got something to pump you up. When you're on the road, you got to rely on each other, and there's the problem. This, these guys have never healed from the pool green punch. These guys are divided. Kerr needs to meet with these guys and heal from within. If they don't do this before the season's over, they're done. They are so dysfunctional. They don't trust each other. You know, you can see resentment. Green giving up on the team. I mean, it's just, you, I can go on and on. I will take your responses off here. Thank you, Tom. Thank Appreciate you. that. That's a, it's a fair point. Where are you with the punch and lingering after effects? It's too far gone now, I feel. I, I think that they've probably I mean, there's no way there's no way they haven't had a conversation already. So now it's just a matter of are you gonna have another conversation? And, and hey guys, do we need to revisit this? Because I don't believe there's any way that they haven't talked about this at least twice already. Maybe I, more than that. Yeah. I think that it goes something like this. I think whatever led to the punch was I don't think that punch necessarily started anything. I think it was a symptom of some of that disconnect and that dysfunction. So you you see where I'm going here? Mm -hmm. If if that's true, then you got you got Draymond and Poole, there there's some dysfunction there. There's the punch. The dysfunction was already there. It made things worse and then you deal with it like, "Hey, hey, I you know, I shouldn't have done that." But that doesn't make the dysfunction go away. And every time there's an issue it seems on the court, 
Jordan Poole's involved in it. I'm not saying it's his fault, but Steph threw his mouthpiece. Why Jordan Poole did something? Took a didn't throw him the ball last night. We saw it. We we've seen Steve Kerr actually yelling at Jordan Poole. Lock the f in. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole is part of the problem. He's not the cause of all these things. That wouldn't be fair. Why do you want to ship him off? Don't you? Uh, you can't now, but I sure would in the off season if wow. this doesn't turn around. Wow. If I had a chance to do that and upgrade my team, because he doesn't play basketball the way the Warriors play basketball. Wow, I Remember, can't believe that he's not. He doesn't defend. The Warriors are like defend well, share the ball, player movement, ball movement at the other end, and he's not about either one of those things. That doesn't make him a bad player. It just makes him not a very good fit for the way the Warriors play. I think there's resentment because of that. I think there's also resentment because he got paid. That's just the way it looks to me. A lot of times, it's not just the punch. Last night, another example. Something went wrong. What what was going on there? Well, it was something with Jordan Poole. You heard it here first, folks. Whitey Gleason says Jordan Poole is the same as Eric Paschal. <laughs> Eric Paschal, does, he just wasn't good enough. But, you know, I think they resent Jordan Poole. I, w- I was talking to Guru and Steiny about this today. I poked my head in during their show, and they were talking about the young players and the veterans and the disconnect. Mm-hmm. To me, it's not the young players, it's Jordan Poole. And they said, oh, they don't, they don't like Kaminga either. I think, I think they can tolerate Kaminga, but there's something about Jordan Poole that rubs people the wrong way and he has rubbed his teammates the wrong way. Maybe it's not his fault but that's part of what's going on with this team. Well, when Jordan Poole gets a tech, it's normally pretty quick. I think he's got a slick mouth. I think he can say some things to get under your skin and I think he's, he's like Lucas that way. Exactly. Yeah. And, I, and I feel like he thinks that he has arrived. He did some things in this league last season and he helped them win a championship. Let's not get it twisted. The Warriors do not win that championship last season without Jordan Poole. And if you want to make an argument for legitimately or literally the the Celtics and that finals run, then we can argue that. But I'm saying even seeding because Steph Curry was out. Okay. Draymond Green was out and Jordan Poole stepped up. And yeah, I will did. say positive, on the positive note, Jordan Poole has been asked to do a lot. I know there are a lot of young players that get asked to do a lot. Tyrese Maxey starts sometimes. He doesn't start sometimes. So Jordan Poole is not the only one being put in this position, but he's the only one being put in this position to where somebody that's somebody that comes back is the best shooter to ever live. Did you so, think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you think he should have gotten that tech last night, the T? I was curious if he said something while he handed the ball off, but I did see, I don't know if you saw this, Whitey, back in, what was it, 2020, 2021, that same ref did the same thing to J.J. Redick in the bubble. Really? That same ref. He did the same thing, and J.J. Redick pushed, you know, passed him the ball, and he came out and said, I saw the refs, whatever, and this is probably what they're going to say with Jordan Poole. He passed it back to the ref with excessive force, hmm. which is... Take take that for what you want. I don't think he did that, but you know, you you played basketball. You know, especially if you're an NBA player, I would assume you know how to throw a bounce pass so it bounces up to a guy, and he threw it so it bounced off the guy's chin. Is that a t- is that tech to, worthy though? Uh, in the heat of the moment, the referee thought that you know, if you uh, call a foul on a guy and then he short hops you so that you just bounce ball bounce off your shin, you're going to give him a T. But I think that also is probably Jordan Poole had been maybe giving it to that ref the whole game. And it, it had led up to it. I don't think it was the pu- the, the punch. I don't think it was the pass by <laughs> itself. But I do think, okay, this guy's been giving it to me all game. Uh-huh. And now he's throwing the ball and it's hitting me in the shins. I'm See, there, you there's up. something about him. Wouldn't you agree? And maybe it's not fair, but there's something about him. Even he rubs the officials the wrong way. Yeah, but can we really have that conversation when Draymond Green has been on this team? 
Well, that's, he does too. I'm just saying. I'll give yeah. you this. For everybody that is upset with Jordan Poole, can we just at least have this conversation that Jordan Poole is a little bit of a result of what he has learned from the other players on the team? That could be. That's interesting. And maybe Steve Kerr hasn't figured out how to handle it because where does his heat checks come from? Steph Curry. Well, last year, Jordan Poole was making some mm. heat checks. I'm just saying, but I'm yeah. just saying, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. He's taking some heat checks. Mm. He's taking, you know, he makes a half-court shot. We all loved it during the finals. Clay Thompson taking heat checks. And, hey, well, Steph's not in. Clay's not in. I got to be that guy. That's number one. Number two, chirping at the refs. Well, Draymond chirps at the refs. It's hard to say, well, they can do that because they're Hall of Famers, but you can't. It's easy for us to do that. It's hard for Steve Kerr to do that. So I would say... Is Jordan Poole a product of his environment? Just a little bit. 888-957-9570. Let's talk to Vince in San Francisco on 95.7 The Game. Vince, you're on with Whitey and Alan Styles. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How you doing, fellas? Good. We're getting ready for Steve Kerr at 4 o'clock. What do you got for us? All right. So two things. Um, one, I think whenever Steph is out or he's not on the floor and they know he's not going to play, I feel like there's a sense of urgency from the rest of the team. There's a little bit more effort and a little more drive with them and versus when he's on the floor. It seems like they kind of rely on his scoring and for him to just kind of take over games. He does, but then it's one against five, really. I mean, he dropped 40 and we lost. Um, the other thing is, I don't know if necessarily our team doesn't have defensive players or guys who could play good defense. Rather, I think it's the scheme. We've been playing the same type of defense where we switch and we rotate and we switch. And I think teams figured it out and they cracked that code and they're able to just be a step ahead of us because it seems like guys are getting a lot of open looks in the corners or there's a guy who maybe missed the rotation or it was by design by the offense that gives them an easy landing to the bucket. Thanks for the call. Uh, Maybe we'll take that up with uh, Coach Kerr, but I think it's an interesting point. When you're a step behind, the other team's a step ahead. Sometimes that seems to be strategy. Sometimes, Alan, it's just physical, and you got an older team, and I wonder how much of that is a factor. We'll get into that coming up, as we promised. Coach Kerr is coming up top of the hour. It's Whitey Gleason, Alan Stiles, and we are presented by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. 
coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Whitey Gleason, Alan Styles, with you today. We've got Steve Kerr, Coach Warriors, coming up at uh, 4 o'clock. And obviously, we have a lot to talk to Coach Kerr about. Alan, want to see what you thought of this. We may have to ask Coach Kerr about this. Last night, after the loss to Oklahoma City, Steph Curry was asked how he feels. Now, this is, is there anything here more that we need to discuss, or can we just take this at face value? Steph Curry asked how, you know, he's been back two games, he was hurt. How does he feel? Physically feel great, emotionally, all over the place. Mm. Now, when I first heard that, I thought, well, he's all over the place because they're losing. Uh, I know other people have suggested, whoa, hey, what's going on? To me, it's that simple. It's like physically feels great, emotionally, he's really distraught because of this roller coaster season. Yeah, I, I that's what I would take from it. I'm not going to go anywhere else with the you know the personal or anything like right, that we, right, have, right. we have no clue but right. just in terms of what's happening on the basketball court he his emotions probably are all over the place because i think there was a good point that a texter or caller brought up so much is on his shoulders and where do you, how do you find that balance between okay it's hard to figure out what the change was when they go to LA because you had Clay Thompson do his doing his thing, you had Jordan Poole doing his thing. Steph Curry comes back. Steph Curry is playing well, but now Jordan Poole is the guy who is having issues, and Steph probably feels, "How can we get to a point where I'm going to do my thing?" We know how selfless Steph is. How can we do what we need to do, and I can get get mine and. and score there but we don't lose literally and also lose in terms of what we're getting from the other guys this is a warriors wednesday brought to you by freedman's appliance a trusted name since 1922 visit freedmansappliance.com today steve kurt top of the hour whitey gleason alan styles sources tell me alan that you think maybe i'm being a little too tough on jordan Poole. i think you want him out of here I think I just, you want him out of here. I think he doesn't fit with the way the Warriors do things. And I don't know if that, I'm not saying it's his fault. Remember when he first got here, and he talked about this. The one thing I'll always say about Jordan Poole is after his first year, which was terrible, he worked his ass off mm -hmm. to make himself an NBA player. There's no doubt about that, and that's very commendable. But he talked about how, hey, when I got here, they wanted me to be a catch-and-shoot guy, like Clay. And I couldn't do it. And that's what they were trying to get me to be. And I had to be me. Mm -hmm. And I just... 
I think that's been an ongoing issue with him. The team wants him to be some things that he d- isn't interested in being, and I think that causes some friction sometimes. Going back to some of these guys, other six men that can score the basketball, but not really too sure if they would have worked with the Warriors. I was joking with you about Eric Pascal uh, before the break, but good bit though. Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford. These are guys that we know can score in this league. But when you did look at them, you thought, I mean, do they fit with this version of the, of the Warriors? Probably not. I feel like that's where you're going with this. There's no not fitting with a team doesn't mean you can't ball in this league. It just means you don't fit yeah. with the team. Yeah. But here's my problem, Whitey. he's just not playing well. And that's part of it, too. No, but here's my problem. So now, we, now we're getting a little bit too specific here. Because we're saying James Wiseman doesn't fit with the team because of what they're trying to do versus his skill set. You get rid of him. Now we're he had saying, 21 last night, by the way. Okay, I know because you had it up in the green room when I'm trying to get ready. I got to look at Wiseman's stats. So you get rid of Wiseman because he didn't quote-unquote fit. And now we're having conversations about Jordan Poole not quote-unquote fitting. At what point, and I know this team wins championships, so that's all that matters. But it's getting a little bit too specific, huh? It's almost as if we're just trade away all your draft picks because you don't know if these guys are going to fit just to get guys that you know have been in the league. Hey, Dante DiVincenzo, we know he fits. Uh Uh-huh. GP2, we know he fits from what we've seen him do in the league. We're just not going to waste our time with draft picks because we have no clue whether they're going to fit or not. Fair point. I want to know what you think as to whether he fits or not. Let's get to that. But first, we go to Jesse, 888-957-9570. Jesse in Santa Clara, 95.7 The Game. How you doing, Jesse? Doing well. Thank you guys for taking my call. I just want to just, you know, listen to you guys talk, kind of just, you know, take a step back. I think, you know, I think the Warriors approach every day, it changes. And a guy like Poole, you got to keep keeping him confidence, keep him confident every single night. And I think, you know, he's the most, we were so critical of him because we, everybody wants to compare him to Curry. He's not Curry. He's Jordan Poole. And I think people just got to take a step back and just say, hey, you know, let Jordan Poole be Jordan Poole. And now that Curry's back in the rotation, things are changing every single night. So, I mean, big picture, make it to the playoffs, things will still continue to change. And that's all I got to say. All right. Thank you, Jesse, the voice of reason. Do you think, am I overstating it? Because to me, I see it plainly. That doesn't mean it's actually there. But to me, I see, and I've always seen with him, "Mm, just not a great fit. Am I wrong? Is there something I'm missing? I'm judging him too harshly in that regard? I think he's still young. I think he can become a better fit. I think he's a good fit because Clay Thompson doesn't really... Clay's been doing a lot more creating. Let me start there. But Historically, Clay doesn't necessarily create in the way that Jordan Poole can. He can be a good playmaker when he wants to be. He, he can, he I can, so. but I think Jordan Poole can too. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying Jordan Poole. Yeah, I'm with you. exactly. I think Jordan Poole just has some really hot games and some really cold games. And I would say this as well, Whitey. Jordan Poole is on this team. They're trying to figure out what they have. They had to pay him the same way you paid the Tyler Heroes of the world, the Tyrese Matthews. You didn't have to pay him yet, but they you, did. That's you, okay. You had I wouldn't to, have Whitey. Been, yeah. you, you had to. Why? And Why? Because of what he just did. And then you let him go to the open market. You, I, I, there is nothing wrong you with this. You still could have matched him. He would have been restricted. But you can still trade him like as if you want to do. You can trade him right now. I, it depends. You I'm looking trade at him. it. I'm not saying get rid of you literally can't trade well, it's very difficult to trade them until the offseason. The, o- the only other thing I'll say is that 
Steph Curry isn't going to play forever. And Klay Thompson isn't going to play forever. So unless you don't think that Jordan Poole is good enough to be the future, which is maybe something they're trying to figure out, I don't think that the Warriors right now, if he doesn't fit the Warriors right now, the Warriors right now aren't going to be the Warriors forever. And, and if you get rid of a guy because he doesn't fit this version of the Warriors, a young player, you already got rid of one. You're going to get rid of Kaminga next because he doesn't fit. Well, Kaminga fits. And I, I don't like he where fits, you're going. But, I understand fits, where, but was anybody saying Jordan? Well, I know you were. But was anybody really saying Jordan Poole didn't fit last year? Well, here's what I, I would ask you this. Jordan Poole is not playing well this year. And I know maybe that's because of some of the other stuff. But there is the other stuff. He isn't playing well. Um, he doesn't defend. We know that. Not yet. Yeah. Um, and there are, seem to be issues, at least between him and some of the players. And at least between he and Draymond. It looks like you know Steph has expressed exasperation with him as well. So why do I want to keep him? If that's the case, if he's not playing well and there's friction there, why do I want to keep him? I'm not saying there isn't an answer, but I'm asking you, what is that answer? The only reason I would be on your side is because I think that the value that a trade could bring with Jordan Poole would be great. Yes. That, that's the, I, I, I cannot disagree with you there. I just feel that what Jordan Poole can bring to this team and when it does look stagnant, you're happy when Jordan Poole, if Jordan Poole giveth, Jordan Poole taketh away. That's what it is. And Steph Curry, Steph, how many, has he eclipsed 70 games? Is that games? the Bible or is that Shakespeare? That's the Bible, that's, right? That, that's, that's the Bible. That's the book of A yeah. Sizzle. That's what okay. that is. All that's, right. That, you okay. know, that was me yeah. on the basketball court back nice. in the day, A Sizzle, you know? Jordan Poole. Mark Grady just hit his eyes when you said that. Come on, Mark. It was a good nickname. It was and one times. You remember those days. Oh, God. Jordan Poole and what? A Sizzle? <laughs> Okay. A styles, yeah. But when sure. I get on the court, yeah. When I get on the court, right. It's time to sizzle. It's even worse that you say the book of a sizzle. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just crossing the line. What? He's allowed. He was literally a you know he was a college athlete. So you. But gotta, it was yeah. not basketball. I know, but still, you, you got some. It's flat. fair enough. Yeah. I don't know. Look, Whitey, if you want to if you want to move him, then move him. I just think that when Jordan Poole's going well. There are no questions about fit or the future. And when Jordan Poole is going bad, he's he's just he's like a roller coaster. It's just really high and really low. And I don't know if you ever been to what what is it now? It's not called it's not called Marine World anymore. What is it? Six Flags. Six Flags. Just, it's just Six Flags. Flyo, yeah. So if you go to he's he's like Medusa. He's like the ride Medusa. Okay. It's up and down. You used to have a great golf course out there, by the way, before they built that place. There you go, Lake Chabot and Vallejo. Tremendous. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. Sean in San Francisco joins us 95-7 the game. What's up, Sean? Got some comments on the Warriors quote unquote system? Hey, yeah, thanks for taking my call. It's been a pleasure listening to you guys. Um, and it's about Jordan Poole and the system, what you guys have been talking about. It seems to me like players that thrive in the system are players that can see shades of gray, meaning they can read and react a lot like with the old Spurs. And what I think was just said about Poole being up and down like Medusa is, is true, but I think he's more of a black-and-white type player, and you see it manifest itself in games. You know, it seems like some games he's decided, I'm going to attack. Some games he decides he's going to lay back. Um, and it seems like their system is built for players that can read and react, which, to your point, it's hard to find in the draft. But that was my only point. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Sean. No, I really like that point from Sean because, I, and I've said before, Whitey, Jordan Poole, very early in the game, you see what his vibe is going to be. You see what 
type of swag he's on. Some days he legitimately looks in the mirror and says, I'm just going to be Rajon Rondo and I'm just passing all day long. I don't feel like shooting today. Other days he decides I'm going to be the next coming of Steph Curry and I'm going to shoot every chance I get. And I don't know. I, I initially thought that maybe it was Steve Kerr having conversations with him and him just being a young player taking it too far. Hey, you need to distribute the basketball. And, and now Jordan Poole takes it in the next game. He's just forcing everything, just pass, pass, pass. And he's not shooting at all in a game where they need they need him to now shoot in the same way. OK, offensively, st- uh, coach says I need to do this. So I'm going to only do that. And I think it's a great call by Sean because mm-hmm. he can't react. He goes in. It, taking it back to baseball, are you? Do you guess or do you react? Jordan Poole is a guesser. If it's a curveball, he, he's guessing curveball, and if they throw a fastball, he cannot react. At least not yet. On the text line here from the five four one, Jordan Poole giveth and Jordan Poole taketh too many bad threes. I don't know. What do you give that? Is that you like that? Score that? that? That's the whole team though. Too that many is. bad threes. Uh, we'll we'll get to that in just a moment. Steve Kerr coming up as well. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.